I look back at the money that I spent and uh, if uh, I was in need of a coach, I'd rather take, you know, two grand and put it towards someone like yourself. Hey now, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Abby Official Fit. I'm Abby Sanchez and I am joined today with my handsome co-host, Keith, it's good to be back. It's been a, a while, but lots of lots of good things have been happening. So uh, we have some time, and we're going to have a podcast today. Yes, I have been busy just trying to do a little bit of self development, working a little bit on the back end of my systems, and getting everything in place for the big, big reveal, but I thought that now would be the best time to hop right into it. Today's topic, we are going to be talking about lifestyle and behavior. So with lifestyle and behavior, it can definitely be um, a challenge for some people. So we're going to talk about some of the things that we have gone through and hopefully this helps you out. And with that being said, uh, there are a couple of topics inside lifestyle and behavior. One of them that we wanted to touch base on was activity level. Is your job physically demanding or do you have a desk job? How is your activity level? Are you Uh, sedentary, very active, or maybe you're in between. For me, I have done both worlds. I worked a desk job for almost 25 years, and for me, it probably was not the best. Even, like, my size, I'm a fairly big guy, and sitting at these little, like, cubicles and these little desks, uh, it did me no good with deadlines and whatnot. You know, sometimes I would have to skip lunch or I'd forget my lunch and I was eating horrible food. So now I have a new job where it's more physically demanding and I'm on my feet seven hours a day and working and uh, constantly like physical activity and constantly moving. And it's I've lost 25 pounds in roughly two and a half months and I feel much better and my sugar levels are you know better controlled because I'm constantly moving around and heavy lifting and resistance and moving thousands of pounds of product around so I definitely have benefited from this uh, more physical job opposed to a desk job. Okay and that being said uh, what I wanted to mention was Whether you are at a very physically demanding job or something that's a lot more sedentary where you are sitting on your ass for eight hours a day, are you tracking at all? Can you measure your accountability? Now we're in a day and age of technology where you can use you know, your Apple Watch or your Fitbit or you have a Garmin. How are you tracking if you are tracking? Are you using 
uh, a method for tracking your nutrition, whether it's MyFitnessPal or uh, a f- some sort of fitness app or nutrition app that's out there. Those are some things to keep in mind in terms of your activity level. For me, because I'm uh, an old school guy, I'm pretty basic. And one of the things I was using was a, a scale. So I would basically weigh myself uh, twice a day and I would watch the weight go down. However, uh, Abby, you introduced me to your app, which uh, was you know, really caught my eye. I was like, this is very interesting and tracked my food and several uh, several other things. So that definitely benefited me large because I, I was seeing what I was eating and uh, my intake for the day. Like, did I have too much of this? Should I have added more? And then it was telling me exercising and uh, physical activity. It was showing like my stats. So you, you you see it in real time, and uh, it definitely benefited me large. So I highly recommend using that app. It's wonderful. And thank you for that. I have gotten a lot of feedback on the app, and yeah, it has been my little baby uh, since, you know, I got certified and got everything in place. One of my great systems that I use uh, available to my clients when they come on board with me. So that's just something to think about for activity levels. Where are you for your lifestyle and behavior in regards to that? Uh, Another topic that uh, I think that we should speak about, Keith, which is really important, is sleep. So getting on to sleep, I'm going to tell you a quick story. About three, four years ago, I was averaging, not going to lie, like one to two hours of sleep a day. I don't know how I lived like that. And that went on for at least a good two and a half years, I would say. Right, Keith? Yes, I remember when I was in Ontario and you were living out here and I would go to bed at 10 o'clock at night and I would wake up in the morning to go to work and then I would message you and you're like, no, I haven't gone to bed yet or oh, I only had an hour of sleep. And I was like, how does she do this? Like, you know, you have kids and a job and you're talking with me. You're just like incredibly hardworking woman, but you're also not getting any sleep. Right. So that's what I wanted to get at. On average, an adult should be getting a minimum of seven hours of sleep or more a day. If you're not, your energy level just goes down the drain and you're basically living off caffeine or some kind of sugar rush, which brings you down to a sugar crash you're tired as fuck and you know not only does that affect you but the caffeine that you take in from that also is going to affect your sleep or let's say you work out in the evenings and then you're still on high from your workouts that 
it affects your sleeping time. You need to take into consideration, okay, if that's a problem, maybe you need to adjust your workout schedule and either work out in the morning or maybe midday as opposed to later in the evening. Your body needs time to repair uh, from working out. It needs time to rest. And even while it's resting, you still have to remember you're burning fat, you're building muscle. Sleep is important. Sleep is very important. Um, however, with caffeine, for me, I because I've drank so much coffee in my lifetime, I could definitely drink like a triple shot espresso and go straight to bed. So caffeine doesn't really affect me that much. However, what does affect me is the lack of sleep. Now with this job, I'm up at four in the morning and I'm there at five and my activity like level, like when I'm, when I start work is purely like go, go, go physical, heavy lifting. So I need the sleep. So when I'm home, I get home around it could be anywhere from one to two, depending on the day. And uh, sometimes I don't go straight to sleep. Sometimes, you know, we got family stuff to do and I'm up. But when it becomes like seven, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, I, I have no energy. And if I try and stay up later, if I'm trying to, you know, going to bed at 11 or 12 and I'm getting up at four, like the next day is absolutely horrible for me. So Abby and I have talked, so when if I come home, I try and sleep for a bit, maybe take a nap for two to three hours, um, and then, you know, I'm here with uh, her and the kids and the cat, and then I try and go to bed at a decent time. But if I, like you said, if, you know, your energy levels can just, you just crash and burn. So it's very important to make sure you get sleep And I agree. I'm the type of person where I also can drink copious amounts of caffeine and it really doesn't affect me. But I really try to make a conscious effort. Okay, maybe instead of drinking, you know, two pots of coffee, I'll replace one pot with water, which kind of brings us to our next topic, right, Keith? Water intake. Yeah, so I'm a I'm a big water fan. <laughs> I drink so much water. Copious amounts. Copious amounts. First of all, because I'm type 2 diabetic and drinking water helps flush out the sugar. So I like big, I don't like using small little cups. I like a large size like cup. So what I ended up doing was buying those mason jars, which are about a liter Uh, I use that for like when I was doing a lot of juicing and whatnot. So now I just have them always ready to fill. Um, And I know some people don't like drinking just water. They want to add a little bit to it. So my suggestion is if you want to use those water enhancers, try to go with stevia. There's ones that have sugar. There's ones that have, uh, I think it's sucralose, but I prefer the stevia. And it's just a little bit of a flavor to your water. And it, I, I really like some of them that they have. But I will drink roughly about four, five, sometimes six of those a day. You know, and I like my water cold. So we have a Beretta in the fridge constantly filled up with cold water. And what I wanted to add to that, as a trainer's perspective, or even just 
be conscious. An average adult is going to need to drink at least at least a minimum of four liters of water a day. If you are our friends in the States, uh, my American friends, they say a gallon at least at a minimum. Some trainers will tell you you're going to need at least three or four gallons. I myself would not be able to hold my bladder at this age with that amount of water. And Keith said that he had his preference of, you know, adding some of the flavored um, squirts, water enhancers, sorry, I call them squirts, (laughs) Um, in, in his water. For myself especially, I'm on the go all the time and... I like to actually, and this is maybe a little bit of a bad habit, but I use some of my pre-workout because I have an abundance of flavors. They are all um, sugar-free and um, so they're all keto-friendly and I use that and I have like a two-liter water bottle, two-liter water bottle, sorry, that I will fill up you know, at least three times a day. Now, when I'm working out, when you're working out, you need to also keep in mind that the amount of sweat that um, is produced, you also have to replace that with more water. So the more you sweat, the more you have to drink water in addition to your you know, base minimum four liters or, you know, gallon of water a day. Just want to also add, if I don't feel like drinking just water, like I said, with the flavor enhancers, you can find sugar-free carbonated water. And the good thing about carbonated water, like where I work, we have like, they have like peach and, uh, and there's zero sugar. However, if you're trying to lose weight um, or you're hungry, but you don't want to like eat a bunch of you know, you don't want to eat a slice of pizza or whatever. You just want to fill yourself up. Carbonate The carbonation makes you feel more full. And you're not raising your sugar levels and you're not eating a bunch of carbs and whatnot. So you actually will feel like almost like bloated, but you're not really bloated. You may just have to burp or something, but it definitely helps out big time. And I have a question for you. If you're drinking all this water and you're working out, can you not add electrolytes to your water and what does that do absolutely that's a good point um so electrolytes you can actually go to the health food store if you really wanted to get some electrolytes but really the most basic way to add electrolytes either after a workout or even let's say uh during a fast even is take some salt some Himalayan salt is what I use and add that into your water and that's just going to boost your energy. Yeah, um, I do add it to um, my drinks. Um, if I'm coming home from work and I'm really thirsty, I you know, I, you told me all the benefits from taking this. Um, there's a couple of other things I add to my drinks, but um, that could be another topic. But uh, I think we should touch on stress. Absolutely. (laughs) Because it's a topic that I know all too well. 
stress. What can I say? When you have an imbalance of hormones, your stress levels, especially if you're female, can go skyrocketing. Stress is going to affect your hormones. It's going to give you headaches. You can get high blood pressure. It also affects your digestion. You'll have poor digestion. It affects your sleep. So dealing with stress, um, dealing um, with, I don't deal with hormonal imbalance. No, you don't. However, (laughs) however, I have to deal with it. (laughs) And uh, I think you just need to be understanding. And, um, you know, if you really love this person, which I do, um, you just have to work through it. And, you know, sometimes I'm just like, oh, my God, what the hell did I get myself into? But it's fine. You know what I mean? We just work through things and we have good conversations and uh, we talk it out. And But for me, I think uh, stress was I made a promise to myself when I was at my other job. Once I left, I will never, ever let someone talk to me the way they did or let the work get to me and um you know i i basically took about a year off and uh really reflected on what i went through in 25 years um so now i have something far less stressful and it's very beneficial like i wish i could i know people still in that loop in that type of work environment and it's just like they it's almost like they're they're brainwashed to keep doing it and once you get out of that cycle life changes big time yeah and you know what with uh stress i also find like not only does the belly bloat increase but like i start to break out more right that's how my stress works but some quick free tips here for you guys uh ways to reduce stress and this is Something that I always keep in my welcome handbook for my clients when they come on board is the quickest ways to reduce stress, just meditation, reflection, do some yoga if you can, stretch it out a little bit, or maybe you need to just go for a walk, you know, smell the roses, get some fresh air. Some people like to journal. Whatever it is, is take, you know, if you feel stressed, take that 15, 20, 30 minutes, whatever you need to, make it a point to recognize the stress. Now, plan out How are you going to deal with reducing the stress? Whatever way works for you. If one day you feel like meditating, uh, you know, the another day, okay, that doesn't work. And you want to try doing some yoga or journaling. Try whatever works for you. Everyone is different. So just recognize that, you know, life is too short. Nothing in this world is so immaculately important that your stress level has to get to that high maximum. You need to be here to enjoy life. Do it in a happy and healthy way. 
stress-free. I know it's easier said than done, but it can be done. Um, just a few things with dealing with stress. There's several things that I personally do. Yeah, I like heavy music, but um, when I want to relax uh, and chill out and bring myself down, uh, I don't mean to bring myself down in a negative way, just, you know, I'm busy and doing whatever. It's just I'm here, I'm in my moment. I'll put on some nice, very relaxing music. Um, even if you're on a computer, you can find something on YouTube where it's just like, relaxing videos where it's like jellyfish floating with some nice music or just outer space and you have some nice relaxing uh, all types of different uh, um, relaxing music going with it it's very therapeutic and and putting your devices away is something else take your device and kind of throw it to the side and I have a cat well we have a cat and maybe just pick him up you know pet him for a bit talk to him and, uh, you know, or dog, and that will bring you down, you know, bringing you quiet, petting, and sometimes you may even pass out. So it's best to take a few minutes a day and just relax and calm your nerves. Those are great tips. And, yeah, even if you need to sit in a room nice and quiet, read a book, that's also a stress reliever, you know, That'll help you relax. You might even fall asleep. And then you could kill two birds with one stone. But when the stress gets too much, Keith, and this has happened to me in the past, right? And it's a problem, a real problem for some people. They turn to alcohol, right? So one of these lifestyle behaviors that people can lose control of your consumption with alcohol. I will tell you, it's okay to dibble and dabble. And in fact, one of my mottos is if you're going to lead a healthy lifestyle, there should be a balance where you're not depriving yourself, but it's in moderation you don't have to cut it out of your life completely if you don't want to. I've had someone come to me and say, you know, Abby, I don't know if I could, you know, lose this weight. I don't want to give up my wine. I don't want to give up my favorite foods. Well, the fact is, you don't have to. You don't have to if you don't want to. We can make it work. However, there is a level of moderation that you need to understand if you are going to be consuming alcohol I'd like to have a glass of wine or you know a glass of gin I love and for our keto friends out there they know that if you're going to drink alcohol you want to stick to those that are you know more clear because then there is less sugar content in that but what I wanted to touch on that is that you can never really measure the amount of sugar that is in alcohol. So sometimes that's why people say it's best to just cut it out completely. However, if you are the type of person like myself who enjoys a glass of whatever it is, the wine or the gin, 
my in my case. What I have done now is instead of, you know, I want to have it with uh, a meal or after a stressful day at work, I use it more of as a reward system. So anytime I reach a specific goal or that milestone in my life, I use that as a reward and I'll have that fantastic glass of red wine or, you know, my favorite glass of gin and I'll keep it there for that celebration purpose. And that's how you can have the best of both worlds if you really want to incorporate that and not lose that part of your life. Um, I'll just touch on my experiences with alcohol. When I was younger, you know, I started hanging out with my friends and we started drinking. And then when I got a job working in a corporate company, working in the city, and then we had all these restaurants and bars around. And I'm not joking, we would run like $2,000, $3,000 bar tabs between like four guys. And when you're drinking beers and pitchers and whatever, then you start ordering you know, plates of nachos and, you know, some of the bills or some of the cost of uh, the food that you're eating just adds up. Um, so I pretty much cut alcohol. I probably have six drinks a year. It's probably gin and tonic. I look back at the money that I spent and uh, if uh, I was in need of a coach, I'd rather take, you know, two grand and put it towards someone like yourself. Hey now, yeah. Opposed to drinking $2,000, $3,000 in a night. That's all I got to say about that. I love that. That is excellent. A great analogy over there, Keith. Awesome. And speaking of that, going out, okay, the last topic, because what our goal is, is we wanted to try to cut down on the lengths of these podcast episodes and, you know, keep it still interesting for you guys. Give enough information just to give you as a reminder and you know we can touch base on on more more topics and lead into it in other episodes but that being said the last topic that I wanted to bring up um, for lifestyle and behaviors is eating out right the fast food and you know what do we need to give up or what are we learning from what are we eating you go ahead and start Keith well when I did my keto they were telling they were showing me places I could still eat at fast food restaurants or alter the food that I was ordering to be less sugar Um, you know don't put ketchup minus the bun but I think avoiding fast food and cooking for yourself and uh, you know it's probably your best bet however you know I love I love my burgers. I love chicken and stuff like that. And I like deep fried food. But we definitely, definitely have cut down on this big time. We like to have it once in a while. I don't think there's nothing wrong with having it here and there. But when you're eating it every single day, like two things. Look at your pocketbook and look at the weight that you're putting on. Because all that stuff is like, is is detrimental to, like I said, your pocketbook and your and your body, unless you're like working out like crazy and you're burning it off. But I don't think it's really good for you. And, and that's a good point 
to have there, Keith, because when I think about it, you know, there are times when I still would love to have a great meal and it's also a time that we share together or with the kids and, you know, it's a, a, a night out, right? It doesn't happen very often. Personally, for myself, I like to know what's in my food. And that's probably the number one reason why I don't go out to eat anymore. Also because, yeah, realistically, it's not cheap going out to eat. You want to sometimes have a nice meal out that your tab can easily run up, you know, two, three hundred dollars sometimes if you go all full experience. And, you know, Abby likes to do that sometimes. And when I go out, I want to go out. But I think the idea behind this, guys, is you have to eat smart, but you also have to learn to enjoy life. And what you need to weigh is, do you really want to sacrifice your calories on food that you don't know what's in it, like ingredients-wise, or something that you could easily make at home for a fraction of the cost? I think that's something that people really do need to keep in mind. The cost of fast food now has also skyrocketed. So, you know, your best bet is put a little effort and save some money and do it yourself. And also on that note, I'm not going to lie. I have the luxury of being around food, literally, right, Keith, 24 hours a day. I am around sushi a lot and just in my line of work as a manager what I can see is I have access to whatever sashimi I want and you know whatever types of sushi I want but I'm going to tell you honestly really if I'm going to have sushi I just go straight for the sashimi to Taki now even too I will go for but you know, it's all in moderation. And frankly, I'm kind of, when I get sick of having sushi, I will alternate and have, you know, the meat, right? The carnivore in me wants to have the beef, all the beef in the world. And sometimes you honestly get sick of that too. And so you switch back and forth between your favorite foods. But really what it is, is You have to get into that mindset of understanding your different habits, the lifestyle changes that you need to make, the different behaviors that you have behind these habits. And you need to learn to be accountable. You need to be responsible. Take the responsibility into knowing what you're eating, what you're consuming in terms of whether it's water, liquid, and take that next step into a healthier lifestyle, which ultimately is going to lead you to be happier, right? Do you want to add anything to that, Keith? Yeah, I'll, I'll just keep it short and sweet. Life to me is like a video game and you have one man 
So you've got to make sure that you make some right decisions and put the uh, the good food into your body and make the right choices because uh, it, it's you got one man, right? And that that's it. So or one woman or whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. So just you know the reason why we're doing this is it's for us it's for the family and then you know Abby's working really hard to help you guys so it's a really a labor of love and you know we want everyone to be healthy and strong and I've I've have I have health issues right now and I'm working through it and losing the weight and I have to thank Abby tremendously for you know pushing me through and showing me the right way and correcting me on some, some of the things I thought were right, which was wrong. So, you know, I have a great teacher. So thank you for that. Oh, look at that. He's a keeper, guys. Uh, and you know what? Really, honestly, it is your support system. I know that I wouldn't be able to do what I love to do, my passion for you guys and giving you, sharing my knowledge, if it wasn't for Keith's support and just being out of a toxic environment. Remove yourself from that. And, you know, that is going to help you get into the right mindset that you need to be in. Now, I want to cut it short now. On that note, Keith, where can people find you if they want to get in touch with you? On Instagram, you can find me at Keith Carnivore. And um, I also have on Facebook, uh, you can look up Keith Oman and uh, send a friend request or follow follow me on my health page. But uh I don't really have a lot uh, currently going right now. Most of the things that I look at is Abby's Instagram. <laughs> All right. And you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, but Instagram is going to be Carnivore Keto Queen. Send me a message if you want there. On Facebook, I'm just Abby Sanchez. And um, I'd be happy to hear from you guys. If you want to message both of us, send it to info at abbyofficialfit.com. We would love to hear some feedback from you guys. And if you like this, let us know. Like it. Share it with everyone else. Let us know what you want to hear from us. And we'll keep it coming for you guys. We hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, whatever day it is that you're listening to this. Remember, make good choices. Adios, amigos.